setup crew man it's been a while you know what i'm saying i apologize for the delay but we are here you know what i'm saying for what will be our finale for this season you've been hearing us tallying up the number of shows every week man 15 16 17 this week we hit 20 you know what i mean and so it's been a great year man i appreciate y'all support i appreciate y'all patience i appreciate y'all participation y'all feedback uh, we're gonna do things a little differently today we'll hopefully respond well to that but we're gonna have fun today as we just celebrate man another season of the setup show just want to appreciate y'all rocking with us man you guys already know who i am uh cedric one of the hosts man again welcome back yo what's up this e man this show number 20 some people call it the dub as in the dubs as in the warriors come out and play y'all know what the deal is we'll talk about that a little later shout out to the girl going dubs shout out to mr notradamus you know shout out to the one who only knows all things the only one on this show that got a prediction actually correct you knew know this right you do know race, right? So you know. You know, you know okay, okay. My name's E. What Go else ahead, can T. you say? You got it right. Only one that got it right for basketball. Now there was one that got it right for football, and a one that got nothing right at all. But we ain't gonna mention that person's name. But it's your boy Tim. Excited for this finale. So man, <laughs> say it. Go ahead, get us started. Do what you do, man. You appreciate it, homie. Nah, I don't appreciate. I don't feel. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. Whatever, man. Yeah, let's do it. Phony wins. You know what I mean? Even broken <laughs> clock is right at least two times a day. I'm about to hear celebrate y'all, man. Y'all numbers percentage-wise, it, it, it just and, and science will say it would it would have leveled out. Y'all been wrong so many times. It was only a matter of time for you got one right. So you know what I mean? I guess good job, E. Good job, T. One out of ten ain't a bad ratio. You know what I'm saying? That's a one hot album every 10-year average. Okay. So moving on, this is where we at, man. <laughs> We're doing a different show today. You know what I'm saying? You guys know we have multiple segments, man. We got multiple <laughs> things that we do normally. You know, we normally we kind of interchange between these things. We got a what's popping segment. We got shout out versus shut out. You know what I'm saying? We had a different intention for our show today, man. We, we had a lot of guests this, this year on our show. We were going to have them kind of come on and be part of our finale, man. But things just happen to not work out. But again, shout out to Boney B. Crazy, man. Shout out to Erica, yeah. a.k.a. Mini She. Shout yeah. out to Dwelle, man. AD, we appreciate y'all coming through. You know, Penny Lenny's been here, man, a couple of times during the show. We've had quite a, fit, a bit of fun this year. And so even though they can't be here, man, they definitely gave their feedback. And, and so what we chose to do was just kind of take some random topics and just talk about them in general. No flow, just kind of, you know, kind of taking things in. And obviously, at the end of the show, we might have some appearances and we might also have uh, we'll definitely tell you our feedback on how we felt like this season has gone. So something to look forward to, man. So we'll just jump straight in. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, there's no formal introduction. But, man, one thing that happened this week that definitely captivated us was, and you guys have probably seen it, man, it's been everywhere. When I turned around, it's on social media. Um, I saw it on the BET. I, I saw it everywhere this week, man. And so what happened, if you guys did not know, was it was a video that went viral this week. Um, and then in the video, what you have is you have a young dad pulling up to drop off McDonald's for his son. Uh, in the process of him doing that, he's met by his, his baby mama, um, who has a difference of opinion about her why he is bringing a meal for just his child they get into a, a heated debate in which he's trying to tell her hey look man i only got to take care of my one child you got three other children that are not my responsibility it's not my job to take care of those children the mom said i'm kept i'm, I'm catching you I'm, I'm exposing you to the world you know what i mean you're not the father people think you are um you're being real petty you know what i mean how dare you bring food for one and not for all so it just really became a heated debate it even got so bad man where at the end of the video the the, the baby mama throws the food on the ground and she's like i'm not giving it to your child and everyone had a real bad reaction to that or had a really feeling and so the mom feeling the need to defend herself came back on video and basically said you know put her 10 feet back on the ground and said look man that's how i feel you know i gotta protect him he, you know he always does this he always brings meals to his his one child and that's not acceptable um, and so, again, it's it's left room for debate, you know what I'm saying, in terms of how we feel about it and really how everyone felt about it. Everyone kind of had a reaction of, of one way or the other. So we figured we would just that's where we'll start this week, man, talking about that. Um, and in no particular order this week, man, I'm actually going to start with T. T, what you feel, man? I know you saw the video. We discussed it. What, what you think about that and the notion of everything going on in that video? And he is responsible for one child. What was it? Three others? Mm-hmm. You know how many yep. Happy Meals that's going to be? And apparently she was ready, so he's been doing this for a while. 
Mm-hmm. But, but why even put this on social media? Why, quote unquote, you think you exposing him when you're really exposing yourself? Mm. You want to be technical. I don't know his situation, but that's why when these situations happen, man or female, whatever with the other, with this co-parenting, unfortunately, if you ask me, co-parenting only works best when the judge make the decision. I'm going to go to the judge. That way, whatever I need to pay, I'm going to pay. Whatever time that I have with my child, that's what I'm going to take from the from the judge. Because if you put this in anyone else's hands, then they're in control to do whatever they want to do and try to force you to do stuff that you shouldn't do. If you want to be technical, whoever has the child, they're responsible for feeding the child, for providing for the child, for clothing. So technically, he wasn't responsible. He didn't have to do that. That was extra. So then on top of that, you want him to feed all of your other children? I remember she talked about, I didn't get my food stamps. I remember that, well, yeah. I mean, you looking like a parent that can't take care of your own children. So so where's CPS at? If, if we're looking at it that way. So I just think overall, it just wasn't smart by her to quote unquote think she's exposing someone when all she did was make herself look bad. It made that dude look great. Mm-hmm. He was, for the most part, calm, cool, and collected. Then, man, once that food hit the ground, I think that's when the video stopped, thank the Lord. But it's a, it's a sad state of affairs when one parent tries to control the other and tries to force them to do something that they're they're not responsible for. So I just, I know some men are in different situations. They kind of handcuffed where they can't go to the judge and they can't do certain things. But that's the best possible way, if you ask me. The judge going to tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to go by that, and that's it. What you think, Keith? Here, boo. <clears throat> First of all, you're recording one baby daddy out of three. Yep. So you're recording on one that's actually doing something, and there's three others that's clearly not doing anything. That's problem number one. Problem number two, the dude probably clearly, just based on how the way she was acting, he probably clearly yeah. got a role that way. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, he's coming through with the McDonald's. He's like, man, uh, let me just eat it in a car. Like, to me, you know what I'm saying? Th- there's mamas out there, like real G's out there that raised kids by themselves, that did what they had to do. There ain't no way my nails and hair going to be done, and I got to wait for food step comes for my kids to eat, bro. Like, like, come on now, boo. Like, it seems like, to me, she a little bit bitter about dude. It seems to me like dude got to roll that way because clearly she doesn't like to talk reasonably or rationally. And here's the thing, y'all. All she had to do, let's just say it was the case. You know, I don't know if the dude has been, we don't know a lot of stuff before. We don't know a lot of stuff after. So we really only have a small piece of history to go by. But I do know this. You know what I'm saying? You catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar, Right. You butter somebody's toast. You look, check this out. It's easy. All she got to do is like, hey, hey, man, look, could you please bring some food for the other kids? Um, and yep. you know what he could have did? He could have got a pizza, something that can be split. He could have got, you know, uh, dollar tacos, whatever the case may be. I think the dude would have been more open to be reasonable if she would have came at him reasonably. But when you come at somebody so foul and you break a dude down, he like, man, look, I'm just going to be me and my son, as Will Smith say, just the two of us. <laughs> and that's going to be that. So for me, man, I think that it's like a, just a cold thing. Like it just makes the real dudes out there that try to be real men, try to take care of their kids, make them look bad. And all she had to do was be reasonable. And the worst thing ever, you threw the food mm-hmm. out. So now nobody wins. Like that's just... That's just whack, man. I mean, I feel bad for that kid. I feel bad for those other kids um, because they're in an environment that's pretty toxic. Just from what we saw. You know, heartbreaking is what came to mind, you know, when I first saw the video, man. um, I think there's a lot of things going on in these concepts, right? When I watch the video and break it down, and obviously it's easy to do that afterwards. I understand the two of them were pretty heated and, and were caught up in the middle of 
the argument. However, there's two, you know, there's certain things you got to just look at. You know what I'm saying? To me, the motive behind him bringing his child food was to make his day, right? To do something positive for that child. I don't think it was to show the other kids or put them at a disadvantage or, you know what I mean, rub it in. It didn't seem like that was his intent. It seemed like he really was just dropping the food off and was about to get out of there, say hi to him, good morning. You know what I mean? It seemed like it was done in good service. And, and, and that's all he was trying to do. Now, what be, what it became was a spectacle because of what the motive was behind the mother, right? We talk about motives. Her motive was to, quote, unquote, expose him. And so everything from the lens of that became tainted, if you will. And everything we looked at became a sub-factor of that taintedness, if you will, right? So I think there's there's two things we got to look at, right? He kept saying, it's only my responsibility. To me, that's accurate. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely true. It is only the responsibility of you to take care of that one child. Now, where I will side with the mother is, is there's courtesy, right? And I think courtesy also can factor into this, right? I remember when I was growing up, it wasn't too many times that someone came and brought my, me something and then bring my sister something. Regardless of what their relationship stood with us, um, a lot of times it was just courtesy, right? If you knew two were going to be there and you didn't want one to feel left out, it was courtesy. Again, that's not responsibility, right? Those are two different concepts. Maybe he didn't have the money to be courteous, right? And so he was only then taking care of responsibility. You can't fault someone for doing what they need to do uh, uh, versus maybe what they're, you know, I'm saying what the best thing to do is. I think that's to make that clear. I also think it's a big thing with the entitlement piece, man. You know what I mean? I think obviously they were in a relationship and I think I think you do move differently when you're in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, you can't just signal out your child. You know what I mean? When you are with someone and that is what you do, you kind of are responsible for everybody there. The difference is now we're no longer together, right? And so she was like, you used to do it when you were here, but that's a different circumstance, boo, right? If I have chosen to be here, you know what you were getting into when you got with me? Yeah. If I'm with you, yeah, you got it, man. All four children, they become mine. That's a deal. Uh, that's a, uh, uh, what's the, what we call it? A combined package that you can't separate, right? But if things happen to not work out, you don't get the you don't get the entire you just don't get those same privileges. We don't live life the way that we did when we were in a different situation. And I think that's important to notice because he's now moving differently and didn't seem like she was open to how he was moving. She was kind of trying to confine him in the way that things used to be, right? There's a difference between again, you know what I mean, uh being with someone and co-parenting. Those are two different concepts again. And you can't fault him for taking care of his responsibility and then doing what was necessary for his child and then make him out to be the bad guy here. You know what I mean? Throwing the McDonald's on the floor, like you said, E, counterproductive, ridiculous, man. Nobody gets it. Uh, maybe you invite the kid out to the car. I think he has said that a couple of times. Hey, man, have him come out then if that's your concern. I think there's ways you can negotiate that and ways to work around it. But the reality is, and I hate to say this, but the reality is, man, like you can't fault, you know what I mean, him for being a good dad and then the other fathers for not being present. Like you don't, you can't hold them in the same standard. And that's not fair to the children, but that's also just the logistics of the people that she chose to have in their lives. And I think he brought that up a couple of times. Like, are you, are you getting mad at me? I'm here. Like you said, T, where are the other dudes? You know what I'm saying? Why aren't they here bringing McDonald's to their children? You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at me for taking care of mine. And she just happened to lash out at him because I think he's the only one that's there, to be honest, because she doesn't see the other two, you know what I mean? Or three or however many was involved. So I think all of that kind of comes in, you know what I'm saying, to a situation. I just cannot express enough like to just say, hey, with the times being what they are, with everything being inflated, with people barely trying to get by, you know, McDonald's is a luxury. And if he wanted to afford that luxury to his child, you can't fault him for doing that as opposed to, right, now going into a debt to do that same service. Because you don't know that man's pocketbook. You don't know what he had available. You don't know what he was capable of being able to provide. Only you see is that, you know what I mean, he should do these things. And when I think what you start looking in lenses of should, well, then you kind of miss the picture. So I think that's kind of where I stand. You know what I mean? I don't know if anyone else wants to jump back in. But that's kind of what we saw, man. A lot of people had a lot to say about it, man. It went viral for a reason because it, 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 I'm pretty sure it's not the only, they're not the only couple dealing with something like this. Um, and there are certain rules and regulations. Yeah. Go ahead, e. Man, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you, man. Like when you dating, it's, 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 I mean, it's all good. But dude, I... I, as I'm hearing y'all talk, okay. though, my mind changed. I feel like if the dude was doing this before, if he was providing for all the kids before, I think he should provide for all the kids still. I, like, I, like this whole conversation, I thought, dude, he, he has to take care of his. But then when I put on the lens of the kids, you got to think about it. I mean, if... If you still have a relationship with your kid outside the girl, now, 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 I see certain things like you know paying doctor bills, mm -hmm. things like that. But we talking lunch, 
Bro, if you've been bringing food for all the kids at the same time, I feel like the kids didn't have nothing to do with this. The kids are the most mm -hmm. innocent piece. And even though mom is foul, and even though mom was was coming off as toxic, and I ain't going to call her a bad woman because I don't know her, but mm -hmm. in that video, she did not look good. I feel like I feel like he's... I feel like he should have did something. You can, like I said, you can easily get pizza. You can easily get things that stretch for the same amount of money. I just feel like, I mean, I just, I just changed my mind. Like right now, I think he should still roll as he Man, been. I don't rolling. think like that. That's One just second. me. <laughs> and then at the same time, serious, bro. And then you enabling her behavior. So now you rewarding all this, like how she acted. You rewarding that. So then anytime she wants something for you from you, she gonna use the kids to get that. At the same time, I understand the situation with the kids, but we got to be parents and we got to be adults first. And we got to be adults to each other. More than more than feeding the kid physical food, we need to be examples in front of these kids. And these kids need to see how co-parenting works. That's something much bigger than giving this lady her way so that you can feed the kids. Because then at the end of the day, they're going to sit up there and they're going to they gonna sit up there and they're going to think, oh, this is how it's supposed to work. This is how... You, I'm supposed to be treated if I'm in the same situation as this guy is. He's not responsible for none of those other kids. And I understand courtesy, but then she need to be courteous herself. Now, that comes to a point like you talked about. You give more bees with, with sugar than vinegar or what is it, olive oil, I don't know, whatever you said at the end, right? But one thing is if you want those things, it's about let us talk about this, let us be adults, then go that route. We can sit here and we can talk about it, and then we can go from there. But to act that way, and the, and the way she was acting is probably why they ain't together in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so every time when she comes and she act like that, he's reminded of why we wasn't together in the first place. He reminded of how it was good in the beginning, and now these same situations keep coming up. So then when those same situations keep coming up, you ain't trying to run and help nobody and do nothing extra. I'm finna do the bare minimum, and I don't even want to be here to do the bare minimum. <laughs> But I'm gonna be here for my child. Yeah, but but her foulness ain't stopping him from bringing the food to his kids, so it shouldn't stop him from bringing the food to all the kids. If you separating the kids from her behavior, then giving the kids food, yeah, it looked like she got her way, but everything gonna look like she got her way. She's a narcissist. But I'm saying you can't. You talking about role modeling? You you can't let somebody's negative vibe impact you, you doing what you've been doing. I mean, That's all I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, they're learning from their mother. So when they get older, they're going to be like, this is how I need to act so I can get my way. And at the end of the day, as a black man, I don't, I don't know if the kids were were ladies, or, but especially black men, we can't do that. We can't act like that. They'll put the cuffs on us in a heartbeat. They'll shoot us in a heartbeat. And this is what she's showing them. For me, it's, it's deeper than, than just the food. So they need to actually see, like, hold up. She talked crazy to the, and she didn't get her way. Sometimes you have to, to see that. That's all I'm saying. I understand your point of view, E, as far as, you know, providing and looking out for all of them and all those things. But not with somebody acting like that. I don't believe in that. Yeah, I feel if he had a relationship with all the kids, I don't yeah. think it should stop. That's all yeah, I'm yeah. saying. It, yeah, that holds weight. I think that holds weight. But, but I, 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 yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? It's... it's it, to me, it's again, man, it's, 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 it's courtesy versus responsibility. You don't get to demand courtesy. You don't get to demand, you know what I'm yeah. saying, what yeah. you should do. You get to demand what needs to be done. And and, and to say you're bad father because you're taking care of what the necessity is, is where I have an issue with. Like, he did mm -hmm. what he needed to do, and she's faulting yeah. him for not doing what she should have done. I thought those are two different conversations. And I think when you look at it, man, like I said, you know what I mean? To me, it, then it also becomes a matter of, okay, so then when does that stop? Do I go over there? I got to bring everybody a gift. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when I go over there, do I got to bring everybody a... You know what I mean? An ice cream. Like, I mean, again, I got to do that every single time. That that takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? And and for one thing, it also can be, and again, this is just, you know, food for thought is if he himself doesn't want to be or fill that position for those children, it's not his job to. And I think that's kind of what he was saying. Like, end of the day, like, you can't hold me responsible for these other three children and expect me to bring something every single time I want to bring something for my son. That That is not okay. And if you got, you know, what I'm saying, if this is gonna be, this is gonna be the reaction, every single time I do so, you know, what I'm saying, like we are gonna have a bigger issue. It's gonna be a bigger problem. There's no. And that's he can what I'm that reaction saying. when he brings you something to I mean? his kid. So, 
Yeah. That's what I'm, so you're going to get the I mean? reaction it's, anyway. It blows my mind. And then again, there's a lot of things that was said in the video. And even like, you know, I don't have food stamps to 11th. I'm like, he's like, how is that my problem? You know what I mean? Again, it's, it's it yeah. seems like it was her poking yeah. at him. It seemed like it was yeah. her rubbing up how she felt onto him. Like it was a lot of counter transference, man, in the world we, we live at. You know what I mean? Putting things on him that had no business being on him. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go over there for any of that. Like I said, it looked like it was supposed to be a quick drop off. Here it is. This is for my son. I'll check you later. I love you, son. And it turned into this big deal of like now his fatherhood being questioned. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not what he signed up for. Go ahead, T. Yeah, yeah but it's follow. Yeah, it's fatherhood for everybody. And that's the thing is, she won a problem. She won a fight, and she got it. And she caught him off guard. That's the whole thing. The whole yeah. situation is foul. You catch him off guard. Yeah. You got your phone out. All the, all that stuff is to me is just horrible. It's just it's just. I mean, how low can you go? Versus, okay, look, can we try this? Look, I'm going to let him eat in the car with you and then yeah. come back. But in the future, can we try this? Can we try that? Look, I ain't getting my food stamps. I ain't getting them to the 11. Can you help me out? Can you? It's a different way to talk to people. Absolutely. Talk to people like you actually respect them as a person. That's where I got a problem. That's what pisses me off the most. This is another person you talking to. You just gonna degrade this person and talk to him like he nothing because you can't get your way, mm-hmm. man. And the minute you threw that food and hit the ground, bro, that, that yeah, all bets are off. Here's, you here's how food, terrible it is. You're, then you get it, back yeah. on camera and you stand by it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stand by this foolishness, man. Go on somewhere with that, man. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of reasons again, motive, right? Yeah, most men look, look, man. Don't be afraid to go to the courthouse. Don't be afraid to go. Now, Get some I know straight. some people Get have unique work. situations, yeah. and I understand that. But if you don't, don't be afraid of that judge. Go up in there, you're gonna get your time. Judges want people, daddies to be in their life. They see how society is. Go to the judge, let the judge tell you everything. Then you ain't got to say a word. Y'all can meet at the police station. Then if she don't show up, you can report it right there. Just, you have to, you're the child's parent. Mm -hmm. So that's all that matters. You being the best parent you can be for that child. Unfortunately, you want to co-parent together, but clearly that's not, you're not capable of that. So you just focus on being there for your child, picking up up when you have your time, but you got to go to that judge first. Let that judge tell you everything going on. If not, these situations are going to keep happening. See, when a judge tell you what to do, when these situations happen and they on camera, now you can go back to court and you got something. Now, you can, now what is he going to do if he's scared to go to the judge? Just something went viral and he was on it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Just sad, man, that people, people can't treat you like a human yeah. being, that you're just going to yeah. talk to somebody, you're going to expose them. Yeah. That stuff pissed me off, y'all. I'm sorry. Nah, bro. Speak your yeah, talk, talk your talk, man. Talk your nah, talk. I think nah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like I said, the, the the craziest part of all this is, you know what I'm saying, how some people will watch <laughs> that video and side with the girl. Like, hey, side with the woman. Like, yeah, he should have done that. He's a bad dude. Like, there's no way in the world he should ever be put in that situation and considered a bad dude. Uncourteous, again, that maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Not not generous, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but a bad dude, that's a stretch. Yeah, but a bad dude. That's a stretch. I, I that blows yeah. my mind. That's you know a stretch I mean? to say so those things. Yeah. Go ahead, T. Yeah. What was you exposing? <laughs> I mean, but motors will do that, man. Herself. Motors yeah. will do that. At the bro. end of the day. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to let things kind of handle themselves. You know what I mean? In this situation, although he I wasn't give... trying to prove a point, he made a point by not saying anything. I'll so, give him props. Because yeah, to, yeah. to be shocked, surprised with everything, and the way Dude. he reacted, I give that man Dude. kudos, man. First thing I heard mouth was, I'm showing everybody how you're a bad dad. He was like, what? I was like, dude, it was crazy. We'll move on. We'll leave it there, man. Again, mm. y'all I mean, y'all could chime, man. We Again, we said we doing this. We kind of going in and out. We're going to continue to have this conversation, man. This is what we doing. You know what I mean? Season yeah. two, this is kind of what it is on our finale, man. Just talking these points and, and just having, you know what I mean, a blast doing it, to be honest. Here's the next one. Um, next one is about versus battles, man. You guys have seen these. These have been, you know, a big deal these last couple of years, man. And, and you might be thinking we're talking about it because... 
uh, what happened with Omarion and Mario and how Omarion was exposed. We are. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I'm not going to lie to you. That's exactly what we're having the conversation. And in fact, if you didn't watch it, man, and didn't talk about it, then I don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? There's no way in the world you could have watched what I watched and then not want to talk about it after. It was it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was, it was, you know what I'm saying? Someone got exposed. I don't want to be a spoiler. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? If you haven't watched at this point, you probably won't because everybody's been talking about it. But man, end of the day, I guess the bigger question behind all these versus battles is that are they really ever really good? You know what I'm saying? Are they ever really meeting the hype? I feel like we've had several of them now that have been, you know what I mean? What we consider to be pretty iconic celebrities versus pretty iconic celebrities. And, and I, don't, I can only think of a handful that's even really like made the cut for me so we open the dialogue you know what i'm saying at this point too i mean i mean once you versus once can you versus again i mean I, I, is that person just removed from the conversation and we're done because we've already seen the best your 20 songs i feel like you're at this point it's going to turn into just people just up there battling they ain't going to be great because the greats are going to be gone but I, i'm speaking my piece now i guess i can start off the conversation in my in my eyes uh they these versus battles have been at best subpar, man. You know what I'm saying? What I love about them is that they ain't good. Let me just keep it real and be honest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love when I see someone get exposed, man. I love when I see something, some technical difficulty that no one didn't that didn't expect, man. I love when only so many people from the group show up. You know what I'm saying? And, and they, oh, we ain't, we ain't on good terms. Like, you know what I mean? That's, to me, what makes the versus battle relevant. If everything went off without a hitch, I don't know if we'd have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Do they meet the hype to me? Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of one. I mean, outside of, and again, there's been some ones that I watched that I thought was good. You know what I mean? I, I like the Kurt Franklin. You know what I'm saying? That was a good one, man. It was a gospel one, right? Um, that was really, really good to me. I thought it was fun to kind of hear those things. Um, I think starting off, I think it was one, I think it was like a Ludacris versus Nelly. I felt like that one was entertaining to watch. You know what I mean? There's There's been a couple that have been okay. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, man, these things have been uh tragic you know what i'm saying they've been they've been uh the word they've really never really kept the the intensity they had when you're seeing all the things going on what's publicizing you know your instagram it's a live page going off get on get on get on i ain't never really been entertained like that i'm just being honest but again if they changed them and they became good i wouldn't even watch no more man that's i bank on something going wrong and i love being able to talk about that the next day that's what makes these verses what they are for me so that's kind of how i feel man i don't care anyone y'all could jump in again there's no forum today whoever want to jump in can jump in Man, these verses is like bum fights. I mean, it's just, you can't take your eyes off of it, man. And at the end of the day, they both lose. Because at the end of the day, no matter you won, you're still a bum when it's over. Look, these verses are just, they're more entertaining. Did you hear Ray did, J? Man. That to my baby's right. born? I don't even want to try to imitate it. I Like, Omarion, it's just hey, the only people that's that think that this oh, is great, man. You got Timberland, you got Swiss yeah. Beats, man. It was great during the pandemic because people yeah. were jonesing. I think it was a brilliant Facts. thing. People had something to do, man. The first, the earlier ones, like yeah. the Erica Badu, Jill Scott, man, there were some good ones. The thing about verses that really is funny, like the good ones are really good, but the <laughs> bad ones are really bad. And you got people, I mean, when you look at Omarion, even Mario, right? Do they really got to? I didn't know none of Mario's songs till yeah. the, till it got to that. You should let me love yeah. you. All them other songs, I didn't know them song. So it's like, man, you got people doing these verses, man. They ain't even got twenty hits. If you want to do a verses, like really get some, get some, man. Bro, I can't, I, I can't watch it, but then I gotta watch it. It's like, it's like, it's like a bum fight, man. You see two bums fighting, bro. You go, you go watch it. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's try, just, I'm trying it's to, just, I, I don't want to give it up, bro. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead, Sid. Do your thing, Sid. I got to do it. Do your thing. So then, then, then now they're starting to have a pre-card too, right? They have a pre-card, right? Bro, anytime oh, wow. you start a yeah, pre-card off with yeah, who bro. was rocking with me 1999, <laughs> bro, you don't need no verses. You know what I'm saying? Sammy got on there and was like, man, remember when y'all was rocking me? Remember 1999? Remember when you rocked at me in 2003? I'm like, bro, it's 2022. We talking 18 years ago you had a hit? 
you don't need to you don't need to be on no versus stage you know what i'm saying like to me they're like stretching this man they're making this like fit they're making all these things go and it's starting to kind of be like to me a money grab because the the talent is just and maybe because they had the good ones i don't know but the talent to me is really getting to a place where it's just not it's not reaching the standard that they set for themselves when a lot of people, like you said, were available because they weren't doing concerts and they weren't having revenue generated. So I just, it blew my mind when he said that, man. Remember back in 1999, this one, you guys, I was like, dude, no, I, I don't. You know what I mean? And it, to me, that's not, it just doesn't work out that way. So I, I don't know, man. It's just, it just blew my mind that these dudes um, had a stage. Ray J? Come on, man. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> I know you're going to do it. I know you my baby, man. Holding a baby, talk about to my baby's board, bro. What Dude. are you doing, bro? And Jeremiah, what like it's almost like the Wizard of Oz. Like, are, are these people really singing the behind these boys? Like, I understand being flat, I understand being off key, but these dudes oh, didn't even sound so like bad. professionals, bro. Multi, you think about it, bro. You said 2003 to 22, so pretty much. The high school class of 2022 wasn't even born All yet. All of us. Bro. When he last had a hit. Think about that. <laughs> exactly. On, Think about that. It's it's Come just, on. it started out well, but any verses that's happening two years later, I mean, those people are struggling. So they really ain't making no money, pretty much, or, or doing anything. They're not relevant. I'm, I won't say some are making any money, but they're just not relevant, you know. Ray J is making some money in other areas. The businessman Ray J doing his thing, so it's almost like why even, why even put yourself out there like that? And here's my thing, Mario, as far as singing, he doing his thing. He just didn't have a lot of, a lot of hits. As you talk about, let me love you. That's pretty much it. All I know is that you smell the perfume, the makeup on his shirt. And that's all I know. <laughs> so once you, yeah. once you oh, do yeah. that, so. Or Marion is just, here's what I have to say about, about things so like bad. that. The ones who can't sing. You know this. Why put yourself out there? You you knew when you went out there, you couldn't sing. A miracle was not going to happen. I know you you prayed before the verses. And you had to. Mm. Mm. But that prayer was not finna work. Just, why put yourself out there when you know you can't sing? Just let your... Just let your people who remembered you, the 20, 25-year-olds or whatever, the same age as you, your heart throb of the ladies, remember the old you. Just, just leave it alone. It's over. I hope some of these verses are done. I haven't seen a good one in a very long time. I think with the Mary Mary and the BB and CC Winans, when you look at albums and everything, yeah, but then once you start, it was, it was a mismatch. Mm -hmm. Once you start hearing them tracks, Mary Mary, they, they got stuff for days, man. Mm -hmm. it, it meant well. So I just think at this point, let's just leave these verses alone. They, they don't do any good for anybody. We understand why. And with the pandemic, it meant well. It did great. But now it's pretty much it. Yeah, it's over. Over, bro. Yeah. That was, you about, they, they got these uh -huh. undercards and all those things. But... But they're going to get ratings because, like you say, people want to see people fail. So, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they, exactly they, they want to see everything. They want to see some organized confusion. So, that's what it Mariana? is. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely watching this one, bro. I was like, what the? What's <laughs> that? I back where the notes used to be. <laughs> right, right. I Hey but, hey, but after we said all this dog yeah, and verses, yeah, though, I'll say this said I'll pass it to you back, bro. That's what happened. The next one gonna be hot though. Yeah. Usher. Is that the next one? And Chris Brown. That's Ooh, not on docket. Is that on docket? That's docking? the next one. Wow. Bro. It was that all, it was posted. So yeah, all they just clowned it. Man, nah, be a, I'll come back be and watch your me word, that man. We said and we said we watch it no more. Stop it. Y'all be men in your word. All right, nah, yeah, man. man. Enough of that. Y'all hey. be some men of your word, and hey, I'll, I'll watch it to do the research bro, for you hey. guys. But hey. I want you guys to be men of your word. Hey, I'll, I'll put it out right now, bro. That ain't even no. Version, hey, that's man. an even match. I don't know where you stand on that collabo, but Usher's killing uh, Chris Red. It's not even close to me. Chris, Chris, it's not even. I don't close. know. Chris Brown know. got a long history. He, he got a history of doing this, Token man. Usher. Ain't no, ain't no Usher without Chris. I mean, ain't no, ain't no Chris Brown without Usher, bro. Hey, it's the same blueprint. 
He literally rapping and singing. They 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 literally <laughs> took it from Usher, bro. But anyways, I move on. Well, you know what I mean. I, 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 but if you asking me the pre the pre pick favorite, it, it's a landslide too. And and I and I think Chris Brown is super duper talented. There's no question about that. I know he makes hits, but bro, his hits don't hit like Usher's hits. But they that's don't. our but that's our age. You see what I'm saying? People Dang. who are younger yeah. than us, they gonna be like Usher. Who? Yeah. That's true. Man. Pops. That's true. That's true. You mean usher me to the Paul Bear, yeah. Usher? No, man, I'm good. I'm telling you so. The people that's younger true. than us, they're going to be like, no, we down man, with the we Chris might, Brown. We might have to come back on and do just a special show yeah. and talk about that versus. That that might be something we have to do. So we'll see when we get there, man. Here we go. Keep, keep it moving along, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Here it is. Third thing we have up this week is another kind of controversial topic, but something that definitely happened and, and sparked our interest this week for sure. You guys might have saw another video this week of a 63-year-old pastor who had dated and married an 18-year-old member of the church. Um, it became news, not because of the necessarily what the age gap is, although that alone will, will warrant some level of interest, but it became a, a national phenomenon because of what he went on a pulpit and said once he decided to marry that woman, right? Things like she's grown and, and y'all better not talk to my woman that way. And she made her own decisions and she did all these different things. And y'all women got to take it up with her because, you know, what I mean, pretty much she didn't want to hear it. And so, again, you know, dating back and people looking back that member, you know, she was a member when she was there at 14. You know, what I mean, she was doing different things that had him there. So, of course, people were feeling like, you know, what I mean, she was groomed to be in this position. And a lot of people had a lot of feedback, man. And I know the church takes a lot of heat for these different things. But it's definitely something we wanted to talk about that. And it just so happened to coincide with that, with, with the verdict on the R. Kelly situation where he got 30 years for, for using his celebrity status, if you will, to warrant a young woman to kind of come in and do certain things with those women. So to me, it's, it's, it's again, I'm not going to compare the two, but there are some similarities in terms of using your influence. If we can call it that instead of maybe celebrity status, maybe it's your influence to be able to warrant and, and get certain things out of a situation. And so what are we feeling about this, man? I'll start with you, T. Well, first of all, I don't want to compare the pastor to R. Kelly. I agreed. But all the stuff that, that R. Kelly did, that's not in the same boat. Correct. And what the pastor did, from what we know, is legal. Having said all that, just because it's legal don't mean you should do it. That's it, bro. And that age gap is huge. We're looking at over, we look like 45 years. 45 years old when she was born. Because we were just talking about with the hits. Yeah. She wasn't born <laughs> in 2003. Yeah. So, just just because it is legal, it just that doesn't mess, make it right. And the age difference. What do you have in common? Same things that you like. A, a lot of those things. I don't understand it. And if I was the father, I wouldn't be supporting that one bit. It, it'd be some problems. And I'll leave it at that. But. I mean, it's legal. So, so what else do you say? Look, yep, she eighteen, but she was seventeen and three hundred and fifty-five days. Fifty-five. How many days in a year? What? How many days? Three hundred. Three hundred sixty-four. She was seventeen and three hundred sixty-four days. My issue is. You didn't like her when she turned 17 in 367 days. You liked her before she was 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, before she was 18, which means you could have liked her when she was 15, which means you could have liked her. When, like, my issue with it is, did you just come out mm -hmm. with it when you figured the age? Like, right when she hit 18, now suddenly I'm going to come out yeah. with it? Bro, it wasn't like she... It wasn't like you weren't paying no attention to her as soon as her birthday come. Like, oh, I think I, that's what's foul about this. It's like, uh, I think Patricia O'Neill, he said something interesting. He was talking about how foul people are and how really our moral compasses are broken. And a person that's a pastor is supposed to be not only a spiritual model, but a moral model, right? The problem here is he asked this question. I'm going to ask it to y'all. It was a deep question. He was like, uh, how old is inappropriate if there wasn't a legal age yeah. limit like mm. if we had to construct the appropriate age to mess with somebody within our own moral compass what would that age be would it be 18 would it be whatever the issue here is bro 
in order to mess with a girl that's 18, you had to have feelings for a girl that was less than 18. And that's when it was foul. Because now you got to think a lot of decisions he made, a lot of things he did was geared towards setting himself up to be alone with this girl or to set. So, uh, I mean, a lot of his motives were foul, bro. So you talking about running a religious institution, but you had to be, what do you, what do you say? Well, we're going to take the youth to uh, a cookout at my house. You thinking the pastor cool? No, you just want to be alone with this girl. Or, you know, the pastor want to give out scholarships. Like the, the problem here is that this decision that he did with this girl, it questions every other right. peripheral decision that he's made because he's morally foul. And so to do that, man, it goes back to this woman that we talked about in the first place. Like, that's what happens when you have kids who are in broken families, man. They find themselves in these positions where, I mean, this 18-year-old girl with this pastor, like, where's her parents? Where's the guy? Now, that's the comment. That's where R. Kelly come in at. Yes. Like, where's the parents? Where's the, you said, you know, AT, yes. I know you, you a girl dad all day long. Let somebody Damn. 19 blink at your baby girl yeah. wrong. We having a problem. You know what I'm saying? Nope. You you ain't trying to hear nothing. That's so. Where was that man? Where was that mother that was like, "Yo, I'm a mama bear. You ain't messing with my daughter." The problem with these broken families, man, it makes these kids vulnerable. And even though this man is foul for being with an 18 year old girl, where is this girl's family to fix yeah. this? This is just oh. foul through and through, bro. It's, it's I, a tough situation. I'm disgusted man. by that. On one end, like I never would tell someone. You know what I'm saying? Uh. You know what I mean? What age you need to love and, and all these different things. I feel like that's not my grounds to say. However, I agree with everything you said, Ian. To me, that's what brings this into question. And you ask parents, right? I think I go there too. Like, hey, man. But if you think about it, right, if, in terms of respected, in terms of what you're talking about, morals, in terms of like all the things that you will want in the person, again, just characteristics, not saying that this man possessed those traits. But if you think about everything that is supposed to be involved with the minister, you give them the benefit of the doubt, right? They, they're, they're a good person. They have, they're, they're led by yeah. God. They're all these different things that you would seek in that person that would be in any other pretense, probably a situation where you felt like they will be in the best hands possible, right? Because of the circumstances, that's when this age range becomes a significant issue in having this discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anybody else was to do that, if again, if it was if he was twenty five and he was a you know a, 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 a you know what I mean a priest or, or you know what I'm saying a reverend or or a pastor and the girl was twenty three, then again we'd be like, man, like you know what I mean this is probably a great situation because you're marrying someone who's aligned with God, who's doing all these different things that are going to prepare you maybe for being the best person you can be, right? When you think about when you want your person to be or who you want your person to date, how do you out? What comes ahead of that? You know what I'm saying? When you think about it, I mean again morally they're supposed to be cream of the crop you know what i'm saying so i think all those different things kind of factor into this decision yeah. i think what is a blaring thing that i feel like in this chance you know again maybe because they know the person we don't right maybe because they've seen him move I, I don't know what would possess them to think it's ever okay for someone 63 to be doing that with someone that was 18 and i think that's a great question you raised uh e you know what i'm saying in, re in relation to those things what will be the magic age we would feel comfortable with maybe it should be 21 you know what i'm saying therefore you know what i mean i, I don't know I, I don't know. And I know there's a lot of theories behind that, man, in terms of when a young adult becomes an adult, you know what I'm saying, and, and is able to kind of handle those type of decisions. But again, man, I, I feel like, you know, one thing I won't try to do in this situation is is, is dictate the terms of someone else's life. If, if you, you know what I mean? The one thing that we have in common in relation to those things is he'll have a judgment day like everybody else in terms of their decisions, man. You know what I mean? That's, that's where I try to stay out of things. Um, but I think it's a tough situation to see. It's definitely demoralizing. It's definitely for me uh, terrible, man. I don't think it was, I don't know if there's another word that I can really plug in. It's just it rubs me the wrong way, period. And the reason it does those things is because, like you said, it wasn't like on the you know on twelve o'clock, like he just was enamored by this girl. It was because this started way before that, and, and it just so happened to be that they made it official then, which now nobody can say anything about. And and, and I guess I mean we're still talking about it because it's it's just not right. And, and that's what we talk about even with her it's just we talked about this before being young and dumb mm -hmm. right now she's at that point where she's young and dumb just as far as maturity and having wisdom through experience and living a lot years in life she's young and impressionable man it's as as you were saying e 
when was the dating process right at 18 so did it like you say did it Absolutely just start not. then so you you dated two days you know on your on a birthday and another time you said we gonna do this so that's the creepy part about it which which makes it which makes it real sad it's, 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 it's crazy, man. The last piece is too, like these men allow people to put them on a pedestal and they don't correct it. And then when they do something foul, they love to say, I'm a human like mm. everybody else. Nah, bro. You ain't, no, 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 no. You can't have it both ways like that. You let everybody praise you. You let everybody give you the big parking spot. You get the big piece of chicken at the meetings. You get all this rings. You get all this adulation. You get all this love. Oh, I love my past. I God bless my past. Okay, cool. But then when you mess up, you got to be accountable. And there are some elders in that church need to tell that dude, yo, we ain't going for this, man. And I don't want to hear this excuse. I'm just a man. We knew that before. So don't so try to points there, man. That was a great man. take, man, for sure, man. That's foul. Um, again, y'all can chime in, man. Foul. Maybe we get it wrong. Ooh. I told you, man. We we men too. We make mistakes. Everything happens. Maybe we got it wrong. You know, maybe our perspectives or our, our sights are a little bit off on this matter. If you feel differently, man, we love to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, you can reach us, man. Chime in. Uh, hit us directly. Whatever you want, man. We are open. Um, because we're gonna miss you guys, man. This is it. After this, man, you you'll we'll be gone for quite some time. But we'll talk about that uh, as we as the show comes to an end couple more man yeah you don't date no 18 year old girl for conversation no life exp- I mean, let me shut up man i'm done all right here we go moving right along mm-hmm. man here it is another thing that came out this week man that was pretty noticeable man in terms of like its impact we know we live in a, a nation here in the united states and really just again california you can use it just for california but we have a high rate of incarceration you know what i mean that are amongst our our people here right we, we tend to take that route as a means of correction, uh, as opposed to different routes that we have, right? We're talking about it be so uh, full that they let people go because they ain't got room for the new people, right? That we've, we've seen that happen. We've seen that play out in regards to our correctional uh, atmosphere. And so in Hawaii, I think it's, due, it's, it's, it's a time to also notice, right? They have a facility that has no women in it right now, right? Absolutely no women. And the reason for that is because they have been looking at doing community-based alternatives instead. And so to me, that's encouraging, right? To know that they have something that is working and that's keeping people out of prison that is also community-based. So when people get out of it, they've already been acclimated into whatever they have going on. Because to me, community means involved, not isolated. And so to me, that's pretty pretty pivotal. It's also good to note that they have a boys facility too that once upon a time had 200 people in it. That is now also down to 16. So I guess the bigger question is, man, what are they doing that we are not doing over here? Or what can we what can we take from this to kind of implement? Hopefully, man, create some change over here uh, because we know our young people are struggling right now with everything going on. I'll start with you, E. What you think? Big news or no news? No, nah, that's a huge big that's a huge thing, bro. I think I think when you look at the 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 jail system and the punitive system here in this country, it's tied to racism. Let's just be honest. It's tied to capitalism. It's tied to a lot of different agendas besides rehabilitating a person. I think if a person gets time into an institution, the idea of that institution is to prepare them for life. And that's the last thing that it do. It it just teach you how to learn how to not get caught again. I think this is where we get it right. I think this is positive. I think we in our in our culture here, we can learn some stuff. We can implement some things because, man, it's just not even designed. To rehab- man, you go to jail. You can't get a job because you got a record. You can't do this because you got a record. You can't do that because you got a record. But then you also serve the time for the crime. I feel like that is just an awesome thing because that's what it's about. Rehabilitation, not being punitive. Shout out to that place. Kudos to that place. And clearly, yeah. it works. Yeah, and it's a, the best thing about it is a youth awesome. correctional facility for the girls, mm-hmm. you know, that has zero on the boys that only have 16. So you're able to, to start this correction early. You're able to re- rehabilitate early. And they said even with some, yeah. it's more so where where they have more with it, where it's home confinement versus being in jail and things of that nature. So when you look at it that way, when you're able to, to change somebody mentally, and build good habits and get them to actually care about society and doing well, then that's way better than the jail system. And so it goes back to really make you think like, why are they in here? Are they in there for the free labor? 
that you can get? Or are we really trying to rehabilitate people and caring about people? The same thing we talk about with the situation with social media and the baby father and the baby mom feeding one kid. It's it's about respecting people. And I personally feel like that over the 80s and 90s, they, they have trained minorities to be criminals. When you look at when you look at the crack era and everything, putting crack into communities. I don't remember crack being in other areas, but in the minority communities. So once you do that, you are training them to be criminals. And so then you get a situation like when somebody does something wrong or you had a George Floyd situation, it'd be like, well, he was a criminal. I don't know why anybody is celebrating him or in his situation because he was a criminal instead of looking at the trained to be to be that way. So, you know, we I would love for the rest of the United States to adapt that that theory per se, but we know it's not gonna happen. Because that's ain't a, nah, it's about that free labor. Incarceration, yeah. It's about that free labor. Since they already in here, then we can get them to work and I can the jail system to get paid off of them. So we already know. I feel like y'all hit every point I would have hit on this, man. Um, I, I agree. I think kudos um, to someone thinking out the box, doing something different, it working, and them continuing to keep that going. Because um, I know that doesn't come easily. And, and people are, you know what I'm saying? They look for reasons to find things that don't work when you are trying something different, right? They, they want to be able to bring you back to what they know yeah. or they're comfortable with. So I imagine it wasn't always easy to get to where they are now, but for whatever reason, they've stuck it out and now it's paying huge dividends. So for that, I am like, hey man, kudos, round of applause. You get to stand and know for me. You know what I'm saying? I know for believing life back into kids who've made mistakes, I do that every day. That's my job. And so, you know what I'm saying? I definitely think there's a way to do that and a non-way to do that. Um, I've always questioned when it came to, you know what I mean? Like punishments to continue to punish. I, I think that that's, you know, never been a cycle for change. Uh, in fact, you know, there's a, uh, uh, you look at that, man, there's always been like this, this, this pipeline to, to the jail systems in regards to certain things that have happened. Um, and we've seen that play out over our generations and continue to really be that way. So to be an agent and change that way, to, to push the door open, to kind of say, hey, we're going to do things different and, and to now be applauded for those things. I give Hawaii, man, all the kudos in the world. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? So a uh, round of applause again from us, man. That is amazing news and we appreciate that. Um, so this is where we are, man. We, we, You know what I'm saying? This show, this this season, man, has been so many things for us, right? Um, you guys know, man, there were quite a bit of changes this year, right? The first one being we went strictly audio. You guys were used to seeing our faces. You guys were used to hearing, you know, being able to watch that, having a, a version of the show that had edited forms and, and, and different things. And this this year, we said, you know what, nah, man, we're going back to the essence of a podcast. We're going to go back and do it the right way. And we were really, really excited about being able to do those things. Um, we had 20 shows this season. Um, I feel like there's a lot of things we tackled during this time. And I'm about to open up for my brothers here in a little bit to discuss maybe, maybe the highs and lows of what they felt this season. Uh, we're going to tell you when we're coming back and we're going to just close with our final thoughts, man. That is where we're at for this finale. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for all those people that have been listening. So I'll start with you, E-Man, your biggest takeaway from this season, things you want to work on, pros, cons, where you feeling, man, where you at today, all those things. Go ahead and chime in, bro. Man, it's been a good episode. It's been good, man. I appreciate doing this. I think um, the level of growth. Uh, between all of us, man. I mean, we always had that chemistry, but I think we're a little bit more in a position where we can kind of speak a little bit more freely. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoy adding the guest co- component. I actually like being audio only, man. It's kind of a kind of a good vibe. Um, I appreciate the growth in the show in terms of Absolutely. viewership. I think we, we're growing. I mean, you know, podcasts take it's grassroots, man. It take a while to get it going. So, man, I, I appreciate the consistency. So. Man, I'm looking forward to another season, adding other elements to what we do, sharpening our tools, and uh, just being better and better. But, uh, you know, as always, bro, I appreciate you both. We bounce off each other. We have a great time, and I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this season. Looking forward to season Yeah, same here, man. I I don't really have any lows, man. I, I just, this year, I think the first season, it was new. So it was really an adjustment on what to do and different things. We talk about the video, but I just felt like we were more seasoned this season, if that makes sense. For and sure. we were just able to, it, it was, went a lot of weight. 
It was us just sitting here, talking, enjoying. Like the guests that we had on here, they did their thing. Erica, AD, and Ed, and it, it was good to get more people involved. So we're looking at different avenues. Well, you know, hopefully, maybe we'll get back to video. We'll see. You guys gotta let us know what you want, want, and we just go from there. I just think I, I I'm very upbeat about the next season and the different ideas that we put forth. For sure, man. Um, thinking back to season one, which now seems like an eternity, right? It's like, man, it's a, I feel like a long time since season one. I remember season one, man. I remember uh, us having these discussions about wanting to do a podcast. I remember us talking about how cool it was going to be, how fun it was going to be. And then I also remember when our red light came on and it became a matter of like making, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Putting our mouths, you know what I mean, Make, making all those things like from fruition and actually generating them, making them happen. I remember the nerves that were experienced with our first uh -huh. couple of pilots. I remember us almost second guessing whether or not we should continue with this podcast or, or finding different ways or starting a later date. There was all these doubts. I remember us having topics we wanted to talk about, but felt like we weren't yet to a place where we felt comfortable enough to have some conversations about certain things that were happening in life at that moment, man. So, so to see where we are this season and how we didn't run from things and things we talked about my lows, if, if any, they, I can't say there were any lows. I would say the things that we had to talk about were sad, right? When you talk yes. about, you know what I mean? People passing away in that grocery store in New York. When we talk about again, all these deadly shootings that we've had to have these, these discussions about in terms of Uvalde. Like when we look back at those things, man, to me, that still saddens me. You know what I mean? Regardless of my podcast standing, the fact that those things are topics saddens me. You know what I'm saying? What is encouraging is that we were able to have a voice and be able to talk about some of those bigger topics this year. Uh, and really just do it in our own way, man. You know what I'm saying? We're never here to talk bad about folks or, or, or to judge folks, man. That's never what our focus is. But we were here to get people thinking, right? To start the conversation, if you will, uh, to add to conversations that were already existing, uh, to tell you from our perspective how we're able to do those things. Again, as you know, pretty, you know what I mean? Middle-aged black men, you know what I'm saying? Who who value life, that, that, that have a faith-based uh, perspective. These are things that, really came full circle this year. And hopefully you guys got a chance to kind of detect that more because we were more comfortable being ourselves and, and kind of living in this podcast life, if you will, because it is an adjustment, right? Um, I can tell you, I look forward, man, to every time that we record it, including this one. I mean, it's, it's been killing me not to be with my brothers these last couple of weeks, but sometimes it's good also to take a break and, and recalibrate and think about things. And as a finale, man, I definitely stand on just being proud of the product we put forth. You know what I'm saying? Like I know some shows had a different feel to them, but even the ones that were heavier, to me, those were some of our crowning achievements this year that we were able to kind of have those conversations and, and kind of do it in a way that, you know what I'm saying, left us like, man, we we kind of got therapy from having those conversations. I love every feedback given. I love every comment given. I love every yeah. top five that y'all participated in. That was a new segment for us this year. Uh, I love the what would you rather do. Those were great concepts to talk about. Uh, we had Penny Lenny, you know what I'm saying, who who we were going to hopefully get in contact with. We kind of ran out of time here. We'll definitely get him back uh, next season. But it was a big part of our season this year, man. There, there was a lot of creativity that was explored this year in the podcast. And y'all response yeah. has, has been to be able to support us, man, to give us the fuel to continue to go, to continue want to challenge ourselves. I think next season will be even better. That's that's my hope. That's our desire. In case you're wondering, I, I know it's going to go dark here in a little bit and you guys won't be hearing from us, but we tend to start our seasons during the winter. So you guys can absolutely anticipate season three coming your way around February. Uh, we look forward to having some great stuff, some new concepts, some new flows to our, our field. We love that we had guests. We definitely will incorporate that more. In fact, if you want to be a guest on season three, you kind of got to reserve your spot now. I'm not saying we a big deal, but I'm saying if you wait, you ain't going to get on the show. That, that's all I got to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> we only got 20 episodes, man. So if you, you know what I mean? You could be cool and say I'm going to tell mid-season. I'll tell you right now, man, you'll be season four. You know what I'm saying? You better to get on the line. ASAP, put it in there, man. Put it in the comments. You have interest. Otherwise, that bridge is going to we're going to be over that, man, and tell you we don't want to have to do it. But we'll have to tell you, man, you know, season five, uh, season four, because it's, it's literally filling up that quick. Man. We had a lot of people reach out to us that wanted to do the show this uh, this year. And we just want to continue off that energy. So, again, man, huge shout out to Erica. Minnie, she thank you, man. We appreciate you. A uh, huge shout out to AD. I know he came in yeah. on a heavier episode. He did his thing, man. A uh, huge shout out to, you know, Boney Be Crazy. Always been a fan, man, and, and has been here and been supportive of us. 
Uh, and really, man, everybody that's made this podcast possible. I know that we've done things differently, but man, shout out to Tyrone. He was our engineer shoot season one. Uh, Jesse, man, with the photos and everything that he did. Like, it's been a lot that's yeah. poured into this podcast. And I know you guys hear it. And so you don't see those revolving elements. And, and, and really, man, a shout out to my boy T, uh, the, the T in our, our, our setup podcast and our bro, my boy E, who is the E of our podcast, man. I feel like we walk away from this season. Uh, feeling like there was nothing we ran from. And to me, that's that's the most proud of what I stand today. Um, so, man, that's that's my closing remarks. I don't know if anybody has anything that, to, to say before we we, we 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 are done for this season. You know what I mean? And we and, and we you know pop the confetti. I know it was yesterday. That's OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. The day we kind of passed on. No fireworks. <laughs> I might go out there and light. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm scared of the police. But at any rate, man, this is kind of where we are at. So, again, big shout out to you guys for listening, man. Please stay with us. Go back. Listen to our stuff. Um, you know, our you know, our uh, our, our, our platforms. We got the setup podcast, you know what I'm saying, um, on Instagram. We have the setup podcast live on Facebook. You know, we have an Apple and a Spotify. You know, if you go to any of our pages, you'll get that link that will give you access to all the shows previous. We're here, man. We're not going nowhere. So, you know what I mean? It will be a long time since you hear this voice, but just be just be anticipatory that when, when I do come back, man, we're going to be stronger. And that's, that's all I got to say, man. T.E., any final remarks? Hey, go back and listen. Go back and listen to some of the old episodes while we going, man. Something that you want to listen to again, man. It's all there. You know, check us out, man. We see y'all season three, man. Y'all have a good yeah, rest of the year. We appreciate you. Say the S for satisfactory. You did your thing, oh. all you know. <laughs> no, nah, I had to put a last, a last jab in there already, so brother. But nah, <laughs> nah we appreciate you, man. Especially, you know, being a moderator, doing your thing, starting us off always with the energy. Sure. We just For do sure. what we do. We have fun, man. That's it. That's all we know how to do, man. That's so it. Season two casting off. Season three, see y'all soon, man. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll be back. We'll holler.